Yo, 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 what's good, Brodies and Babes? This is the Dynasty Bros redraft episode. This is where you come for your fancy football needs and to chop it up about the latest NFL news. I am Dynasty Bro Dot here with my co-bro. Dynasty Bro Vic, a.k.a. Chief Sosa. What's up, people? A.k.a. Chief Sosa, if you're nasty. Just let <laughs> My bad, bro. I'm feeling good today, man. How you doing, bro? You good? I'm good, man. Hey, it's, I mean, the weather is kind of shitty, but it's all good, man. It's fall. We definitely in fall right now. Tell me about it, bro. It's It's the worst right now. It's been like rainy for like a week straight, bro. Yeah, really, really annoying right now. But nah, besides that, though, look, we still got football. We live in effect going into the season, man. So look, we got a good episode for him this week. We got NFL fantasy football player droppables. Basically, what we're saying is we're going into week eight and you got to have a moment with yourself. You got to look at your roster. You got to look yourself in the eye and you got to decide, is this player worth being on my team at this point? Is this worth are these guys worth, you know, there's some, the waiver wire guys are getting hot. You know, we're getting some injuries. So, you know, we're getting these backup guys ready to step up. And we got to decide, these guys on our team want to make it the rest of the season. So, here we go. All right, you got you a couple, bro? Yeah, man, I got three for the people. All right, man, I like how this is about to go, man. So, uh, before we get into that, man, uh, what we need to get into, let's do this first. Tell the people where they can follow you at, bro. Let's get that hot and ready and out the way. All right, you guys can follow me at Chief Sosa FF, uh, Instagram, Twitter. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast wherever you guys listen. Um, Dying to Rose FF, and shout out to Black and White Sports. This is where you can catch the exclusive redraft episode audio. So make sure you guys look them up on our social medias Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Black and White Sports. Catch the redraft audio playback. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can follow me at Dynasty Bro Dot on Instagram and Twitter, and follow the main Instagram page, Dynasty Bros FF. F. So let's get straight to it, bro. Um, let's get into these droppables, man. All right, man. I'm gonna go first, man. I'm gonna set the tone, man. Just let them know how serious we are about this. So I'm gonna bring it home. Starting with the <laughs> I got an Indianapolis coat for you guys. Wide receiver 81. As far as when I say 81, not his jersey number, as far as what he's ranked in PPR, but TY Hilton, man. So he's currently the wide receiver 81 in PPR. He's droppable. He has no touchdowns on the season. Um, he's only seeing about, you know, he's averaging about five targets a game, but you know, it's not a knock on TY, the talent it's Phillip rivers, man. So unfortunately Phillip rivers coming in, he's not really getting the job done. He hasn't had the best quarterback play and it's impacting TY Hilton. So for me, TY Hilton is my first droppable this year. Um, he's a guy that you can move on from and get you some value elsewhere. All right, man. Um, look, what are your thoughts on that? Me, did it? Me, how, how did how did you feel having to write that name down, man? Man, I'll be honest. Of course, I love the Colts, but um, at least in the past, I haven't really rostered too many uh, Indianapolis Colts in fantasy. Of course, I have Jonathan Taylor um, in, in Dynasty, but generally speaking, I don't really you know roster Colts players. But I do have to call that out, just given you know he's a veteran. Um, he's usually a wide receiver too, so I mean he's gonna. Finish as a usually as a top twenty-four wide receiver, which is great. But this year he's not getting it done, man. He's way outside, and again, it's it's just we got to chalk it up to the poor quarterback play with Philip Rivers stepping in there. That's what I was about to say, man. You think this is a Rivers thing, or you thinking his his time in the league might be? You know, he's not the biggest guy. You know, he's getting older. He's not the fastest guy either. 
Uh, I know it might be a Rivers thing this year, but even rolling into next year, man, even if they get a new quarterback, do you think his time in the NFL is being a, even a relevant fantasy receiver in general is just over, man? No, not at all, man. Um, you know, we just got to improve the quarterback play. If the Colts are smart, you know, of course, we're always lo- loyal to our guys, but he's a perfect trade candidate. Um, I believe, you know, a team like the Green Bay Packers, they should target a T.Y. Hilton, a guy that can go up there and work the slot for him. So um, I don't see T.Y. doing too much damage on the outside, but he can definitely do continue to do damage in the slot, man. So, All right, man. Well, since you went wide receiver first, what I want to do, I want to go wide receiver too, bro. You feel me? And he's yeah. not even a wide receiver too, bro. <laughs> Don't <laughs> go back to back. But, uh, man, so Tyrod Taylor is supposed to be starting for the Chargers. You know, he ended up getting banged up. So here we come. Here come Mr. Justin Herbert. And he's balling, man. He's putting up all these games at 300 yards, multiple touchdowns. He got the offense look like they're just firing away. Keenan Allen's getting his love. Hunter Henry's playing okay. And then you got a bunch of no-name guys that I have no clue out there just getting runs, scoring touchdowns, getting yards every week. But then there's Mike Williams. <laughs> I'm like, man, how the hell are you the big play, big receiver in size and speed, and now you got a quarterback who's putting up all these numbers, and you can't get any love, man. It's throwing me off, man. It's just one of those things where I'm like, you know, if he's not going to go get the uh, get the big play or getting something big in the red zone, man, he's not going to have a valuable fantasy week for anybody. And with that being said, man, if you can't do it while your quarterback is putting up numbers, I don't want you. So uh, it's sad, man, because he shows big play potential all the time. He shows that he's supposed to be involved in the offense, but it just don't click when the, when the game ends. After he runs all those routes in the game, it's like he didn't produce shit. So uh, I'm kind of over Mike Williams, man. Um, like, literally, I don't want to see him on any waiver wire pickups. I'm kind of just over him. He's sitting on your, your bench. There's some guys right now that can give you some valuable weeks right now instead of holding on to that Mike Williams. So that's my opinion, man. How you feel about that, bro? Yeah, and I think a guy like my, Mike Williams, he's a trap only because, of course, when you're watching the games, he comes through in the clutch all the time. Like, he's a guy that – come down with the ball and double coverage, triple coverage, makes the big play down the field. So he does that. But like you said, it's just not translating into consistent fantasy production. Um, so again, with us, you know, Dynasty Bros, we're not in love with with the names. We're in love with the production. So we follow production, man. And if, if the hot name or the cool name's not getting it done, hey, I'd rather have a guy like Travis Fogum, wide receiver for the Eagles. That's not, that's not a sexy name in fantasy football, but he's getting it done. That's a guy that's getting 10-plus targets as of lately. So – Again, we follow the production. So, um, yeah, man, I definitely uh, agree with the call with uh, Mike Williams. That's what I'm talking about. All right, give me your second guy, Brody. All right, man. This was a guy I pounded the table for coming in, you know, from the offseason. And uh, this was a guy that's supposed to – yeah, this is a guy that's supposed to be getting it done. And uh, you you actually told me, man, like, nah, there's another guy that's still in the way. You got to be mindful of. So we found out this week it was a third guy. They had another tight end. He almost scored. He looked slow as hell. Looked like a U-Haul, bro. But he got a goofy 30 yards, bro. I don't know how it was 30 yards. Looked like three, but it was 30. (laughs) But uh, let's go to L.A., man. So Tyler Higby, he was a a healthy scratch or no, actually not a healthy scratch. He was just out for some reason last night. I don't know why. I didn't see that coming, but that was a late um, add to the, you know, inactive report. 
Um, he's currently at a tight end 13. And again, with these tight ends, you know, we're only looking at t- top seven. So outside of that, you might, you know, you're better off streaming. So he's just not getting it done, man. And of course, Gerald Everett, you know, he's still um, contributing and he's involved. And man, the Rams are doing all this play action and outside sweep handoffs to the running backs and to the wide receivers. So they're just committed to the run right now and scheming their running backs open and wide receivers open on the edges. And, you know, of course, they throw to Robert Woods here and there and, 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 uh, Cooper Cup, but Tyler Higby's just not getting it done, man. So for me, he's droppable. Um, that's a guy I'm not trusting right now in fantasy. So, you know, he can give you a big game, but I'm just not waiting for it to happen. I'd rather go with some more consistent options, you know, like a Cole Komet that's stepping up or Harrison Bryant for the Cleveland Browns or, of course, you got Jimmy Graham, but, you know, I'm sure he's already picked up off the waivers. I'll even ride out with Darren Fells down there in Houston, Tech, you know, Texans. Of course, he didn't have a he didn't have a game. You know, he didn't have a good game this past week. But you know, those, those are guys I'm more comfortable with at this point in the season. So, hey, I'm just gonna put out there, man. Tyler Higbee is a miss for me as of right now. Dang, bro, you pivot into Darren Fells over Tyler Higbee. Man, have you seen that Rams offense? All they're doing is just running play action. I didn't even know Jared Goff could drop back. He dropped back, and then the next play, he you know. Had a forced sack or forced fumble. So now I see why they don't let him drop back. It's just straight play action. Hey, fantasy football world, you heard it here first. <laughs> Darren Fells over Tyler Higby. Nah. <laughs> nah, I, I dig it, bro. I get it, bro. He, he's frustrated. He's been frustrating all year. Um, all right, so look, my second guy is Mr. Mark Ingram running back for the Baltimore Ravens. And um, it's just – everybody in the backfield is getting run. J.K. Dobbins gets run. Lamar's going to get his run. Gus Edwards gets his run. And then you have Mark Ingram, the 30-year-old back, who had a hell of a fantasy season last year when we didn't expect anything from him, to be honest. Fast forward to this year, they draft J.K., and we're still like, man, Mark Ingram's still a steal. You see what he did last year? No way J.K. is going to cut in. Even if he does, you know, to be later. And now it just looks like everybody's going to split the road. Nobody's flourishing. Mark Ingram doesn't even look like the best back when he does get the opportunity. Surprisingly, J.K. doesn't even look like the best back. Gus Edwards is the best looking back out there when he's getting his run. But just in general, man, it's too many miles to feed. You have three running backs splitting time. And then you still have Mr. Lamar Miller, who is a running quarterback. I'm not going to disrespect him. Call him a running back quarterback. He is a running quarterback, and it's just too much, man. I don't think they're going to be able to support that kind of uh, production this year. All the touchdowns that he ran into last year, it's not happening. Happening, And now he's he's getting banged up in this in this year 30 uh, season. So, man, I'm kind of just ready to move past um, and just, just let the Mark Ingram train go, man. I like the team he's on. I like that he's involved at this point, but he's not worth having on a team. How do you feel about Mr. Mark Ingram, Vic? I agree, man. I mean, the best running back in that backfield is Gus Edwards um, as of right now. Of course, we know the future is J.K. Dobbins, so we're all excited about him, especially in Dynasty. But mm-hmm. like you said, Mark Ingram, you know, it's uh, he's he's getting older and he continues to stay banged up. And, you know, it's, 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 it's been a trend, man. So I'm with you. And on top of that, man, the number one runner in that backfield is Lamar Jackson. So he's the first option. The ball is always in his hands. He may sure. hand it off to those one of those three running backs. So... You know, based on yeah, he might. So uh, yeah, man. Based on that, uh, I definitely agree with you. I like the call. It's definitely time to move on from Mark, uh, Mark Ingram. So true that, true that. 
All right. I do want to clean up the uh, Tyler Higby to Darren Fells exaggeration. That's probably a bit of an exaggeration, but I, but I will take Logan Thomas tight end for the Washington football team over Tyler Higby right now. Because if, if they're not throwing the Terry McLaurin shot to Naptown, then, you know, it, it's, it's probably going to Logan my Thomas. Guy, my guy circled back. <laughs> I, I had a double back, man. You know, I, I got to make sure I'm coming correct for the people, man. So, hey, if there's a... <laughs> I understand the frustration, though. <laughs> Bro, if I can give the people an upgrade, I, I got to put it out there, do my due diligence, so. Yeah. Um, all right, man. Give me your third guy, bro. All right, man. My third guy is a wide receiver 45. Let's keep it in Baltimore, man. So Hollywood Brown. Um, of course, he's the number one wide receiver on that offense. And they just signed Dez, by the way, but we'll touch on that a little bit later. But uh, the problem is it's a it's a run first scheme. So it's not a knock on Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown, the talent. It's just that offense doesn't call for him to, you know, have 10 plus targets a game. I mean, he may see five to seven targets. He'll get his deep shots. I'm not waiting and banking on those home runs. Um, so I'd rather let someone else deal with that. So, you know, for me, he's a droppable. Um, let the rest of your leagues deal with a guy like that that's going to be up and down. And, you know, so for me, he's droppable, man. I'm, I'm moving on. And it's not, a, again, it's not a knock on the talent. It's just the scheme. It doesn't call for Hollywood to see 10 plus targets. How you feel about that? I know, that, I know that's your guy, man. So, you know, that hurt my heart, man. I feel like you only put him down because you had to tell the world about your Tyler Higby. You wanted to shoot me down at the same time, bro. I feel like this was happening right here. Man, that that wasn't a uh, strategic placement. Actually, hey, look, if you think about it, I got my coach out the way to set the tone, let him know we're serious. And then I went went with a guy that I missed on that I was pounding the table for. And then I went with a guy that you missed on. (laughs) Yeah, that that you told me to look at. No, I'm just kidding. I, I was buying in on the hype, so. All right, yeah. so I'll speak on it, man. I'll, I'll stand on what I say. He's talented. You know, clearly he's talented. He was the number one receiver taken in his draft class last year in a class full of talented people. Not this past year, the year before last. So uh, I don't know, man. You're right. It's not enough volume. It, it isn't like he's going to be a big-time touchdown guy. That's usually Mark Andrews. Um I don't know, man. I love when he's involved, though. He fits that scheme so perfect. Like, if Lamar had more pass volume himself, you know, Hollywood would be great. But, uh, you know, it's not enough to go around, man. The pie's not big enough. So, um, it's starting to just be the – if you don't have Mark Andrews in the passing game, I don't want nobody. If you don't have Lamar in the running game, I don't want nobody. That's what the offense is turning into. And I can admit that, bro. and I stand on it, and I'm willing to move past him this year. Yeah. So let, let's talk about the people who are going to go add Des Bryant because he just signed to their practice squad. I mean, for me, that's a trap. I mean, they can't even get their number one guy going now who's Hollywood. So what what is Des Bryant going to do in terms of stepping in there with production? I mean, it's, it's not basketball. You know what I mean? Like, he's not just yeah. going to step in there and just command all these targets. Well, for one, Mark Andrews already commands all those targets. So insert Des Bryant. I mean, I I really don't think there's enough miles to feed in the passing game. So it's the Lamar show, and then it's the Mark Ingram or Mark Andrews show, and then whichever running back that, that gets some touches. Um, and of course, Hollywood he'll have his occasional game or two where he booms or busts. But I'm not I'm not banking on that. We need consistent and solid production that we can project on, especially if we're trying to make the playoffs. And he will stumble. I think Dez, if he ever gets a start, will stumble on into a touchdown. <laughs> 
That's the only production I give him this year. He'll stumble stumble into a touchdown just to get everybody hyped, get the team hyped. I think they'll force feed him that one touchdown. But as far as production on the year, nah. So, yeah, man, that's that. All right, man. So all these pass catchers are traps in Baltimore outside of Mark Andrews, the tight end. True that. True that. Hurt my heart. Um, I'm going to pivot. I don't want to tell nobody to drop Kenyon Drake because I'm frustrated with him. He he shouldn't be a droppable. He, he should have been a tradable last week. I'm pretty sure we spoke on that, like getting him off your team. I spoke on it like I'm trying to package him up. I couldn't even package him up. Nobody wanted him. He ended up going out getting hurt after another trash game. Yeah. So I'm not going to tell you to drop Kenyon Drake because the offense is great. If he stumbles back, I guess he's still the number one in their heart, even though Chase Edmonds looked better than him. What I'll do is say this. Drop any running back in the Rams offense. Yeah. All of them. Um, I love Cam Akers in Dynasty. Um, Malcolm Brown almost won me my week this week in one of my Dynasty matches. And Daryl Henderson went from stumbling into a good, you know, some good production and yardage to falling back on the yardage to actually getting some good touchdown games to just nothing. So I don't, I don't know. I'm at the point where I don't want any other running backs in that offense, man. I feel like he's going to let them all play. Week by week, I think it'll be a different touchdown guy. It'll be a different touch leader. It'll be a different yards leader. You can't guarantee any of it. So, you know, in my eyes, just move away from it. That's what we're going to do. Just move away from any running back in the Rams offense. It's okay to drop them. The the playing experience of having one of those guys is trash. So, man, I agree. And you can look at how they're running their running backs. I mean, of course, we all know they want to run outside zone. I mean, their running backs aren't getting it done. That's why McVay has to scheme up Robert Woods catching these misdirection sweeps and Cooper Cup. That's why they're getting involved because they need more speed, getting out there, hitting the edge. And, you know, if you got three running backs and you don't know who to trust week to week and then you got to make your wide receiver step in in the run game, you know, that, that for me, that that's a sign right there, a clear, a clear indicator that you can't trust that backfield. So I agree. Um, and, again, of course, these guys will have their games and moments when they'll score a touchdown. We're not saying they won't ever score again, but I'm not banking on inconsistency. So uh, you can't make the playoffs in fantasy banking on inconsistency. You can't win your league. So let your other league makes deal with that. True that, true that. All right, so uh, I had three. You had three. Repeat your three again, bro. All right, man. So, of course, I kept it home to lead off. So T.Y. Hilton. Uh, wide receiver 81. That's not his jersey number. That's his, that's his ranking. <laughs> um, he should be number 13, both his jersey number and uh, in PPR as a wide receiver. But that's not the case this year. And again, it, it's due to the quarterback play. So it's not a knock on T.Y. Um, it's really the quarterback play. It is what it is. Um, number two was my guy, tight end 13, Tyler Higby. So again, with the tight ends, you know, if it's not the top seven, you're basically streaming outside of that. So um, there, are, there are better streaming options out there, such as like a Logan Thomas with the Washington football team, since they can only throw to Terry. Um, so Logan can, you know, he gets his volume, especially in the red zone. Um, and then my third guy was Hollywood Brown, Marquise Brown, wide receiver for the Ravens. So, again, not a knock on his talent. It's just the scheme he's in. It doesn't demand the targets and the volume. So he's a boomer bust play, man. That hurts. And uh, my three were Mr. Mike Williams, wide receiver out of the char- from the Chargers. Hey, Justin Herbert's getting it done, and Mike Williams is not one of the guys that's involved heavily. 
um, Mr. Mark Ingram. Don't want any pieces of that running game if your name isn't Lamar Jackson. Uh, and then number three is actually three guys, Cam Makers, Daryl Henderson, and Malcolm <laughs> Brown. The whole backfield for, for the Rams. I don't want any of them. So, uh, yeah, feel free to not play any of those guys for the season. All right, so look, let's do it like this, bro. I don't even got to set the timer. We got four minutes. Let's let the rest of these four minutes of the episode ride out with doing our adder drops, four-minute offense, without the rushing addition. We'll just ride out the last four minutes, man. So you got some guys. I got some guys. You ready to do that? Yeah, that's cool, bro. All right, you started off, Brody. All right, I know this guy just got banged up, so I'm going to give you the guy that's going to step in this week, but you should still go get the guy that I originally want you guys to add. So let's go to Seattle. I originally had Carlos Hyde, just given the Chris Carson foot injury. He's going to be out a couple of weeks. But Carlos Hyde is a little bit banged up, too. So I'm pretty sure Carlos Hyde is most likely out there in your leagues. Still go get him, stash him. He should be back. He should still be involved, especially around the fantasy playoffs. So get in now while you can. Um, if you need some running back help for this week, so a one-week rental, DJ Dallas, he's a rookie out of Miami. Um, so he's, he's the next guy up because even Travis Homer is banged up. So. Uh, you know, that Seattle backfield is banged up right now. So DJ Dallas for this week, but you should definitely stash Carlos Hyde, especially going to the playoffs. So get him now while you can, if he's out there. Yeah. He's a professional professional. Um, all right. One of my guys is Mr. Jalen Rieger. I know we're all falling in love with Travis Fogel. Deshaun looks like he's banged up again. Uh, I don't really know what they're doing with Alshon, man. I thought he was supposed to be back week six. He's still designated out right now. Um, Ertz just went down and Goddard is designated to come back week 10 at the earliest. So, uh, you see Rieger had his, you know, big play moment week one, you know, and we were excited to see that. And I think he has just as much opportunity to come back and play if he's coming this week, man. So, you know, it's nice to go get a guy that's going to be involved in the offense with a quarterback that I still like, even when shit's hitting the fan, man, Wentz can, can get these guys some production. So I think Jalen Rieger can come back, uh, first-round rookie, and, and uh, show that he deserves to be on the field, man. So I'm excited about seeing him play. So Jalen Rieger, give me another guy, Vic. All right, man, let's go to San Francisco, man. Wide receiver Brandon Ayuk, he's a rookie, taking in the first round. Um, so with the Devo Samuel injury, he tweaked his hamstring. He's going to be out for a week or two. Brandon was already involved, even with Devo on the field. So if you haven't heard your name, if you're not familiar, basically he's – a, another version of Debo Samuel, and he does what Debo does. He's involved in the sweeps and the, you know, the short field passing game he creates. Um, he, he's a big play wide receiver out of Arizona State. So, um, if he's out there on your waiver wires, this is a guy you definitely should have in your flex this week. And they play Seattle, so I'm expecting Brandon to have a great week. Yeah, he's going. They're going to have to score, so can't wait to see that game. Um, same team for me, um, different position. I like the tight ends in the Philadelphia offense. They scheme for them. Um, I think they run better, like, route. They have better uh, routes scheme for them in that offense. So, Mr. Richard Rodgers, man, he was actually the leading receiver for the team this week because you had no Ertz. You had no Goddard. So, uh, I think Wentz is always going to support his tight end. So, Mr. Richard Rodgers is going to be out there right now. And he's going to get some love and some production this week. And ain't nothing like stumbling upon a tight end that can get you an advantage because, you know, if you don't have one of the top two or three, you don't have a tight end at all. So if you get one with an advantage, man, that, that's good for your team. So Mr. Richard Rogers, Philadelphia Eagles. I like that call. That's the guy I'll, I'll play right now all day over Tyler Higby. 
Um, I got another tight end for you guys. So let's go to Cleveland, Mr. Harrison Bryant, especially since Austin Hooper, you know, he's out and banged up right now. But even when Austin was in there, Harrison Bryant, rookie out of, is he out of Florida Atlantic? Yeah, I believe he's out yeah. of Florida Atlantic. So he's even been balling even before that. So I expect him to go up. And I got another Cleveland Brown for you guys. Donovan People-Jones out of Michigan. So wide receiver. He caught the game when it touchdown for Baker against the Bengals. Um, of course, Odell, he's out for the season, unfortunately, with that injury. So, hey, if you need some pass catchers, go get you Harrison Bryant at the tight end position and also Donovan People-Jones. And he's involved in the uh, kick return game. So he can even run back a kick and get you some more points there. And Rashad Higgins. Just throw something out there right now. Hurry up, keep throwing guys out because really we up. That's all I got, man. And we already did all the droppables. So, yeah, Antonio man. You dropping Antonio? Nah, pick up Antonio. Okay. Yeah, especially with uh, Godwin's Godwin's out right now. Jeez. Yeah, he is. He's going to be out this week with a, I think he sprained his finger or something like that. Yeah. So that's it, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that's another episode, man. It's fire, man. The the fantasy football droppables, man, from Dynasty Bros. You know how that go. Yeah, man. Appreciate you guys hanging out with us. Make sure you guys go hang out with Black and White Sports for the Taco Tuesday. Again, I say it all the time, man. Y'all be watching ESPN all day. Uh, FS1 Fox with Shannon and what's the guy? Skip. Hey, go get the real. Hey, go get the real from our guys with Taco Tuesday, man. So Taco Tuesday. All right, man. Hey, until next time, I'm Chief Sosa FF. You can follow me, Dynasty Bro Vic, Chief Sosa FF. Where can I catch you at again, Dot? I'm Dynasty Bro Dot on Instagram and Twitter. Follow our main handle on Instagram, Dynasty Bros FF, baby. And we ain't said this in a while. And remember to always dominate your league, Dynasty Bro style. That's what's about, man. Put pressure on your league. So we got you. And that's on my mama, and I love my mama. All right. And we out. Until next week. <laughs>